Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, you look up one second, the while we're up 2 nothing after one, and now they're in a dogfight here in the third period, 2-2. Two to two. That's why they say the two-goal two, two goal lead's the most difficult lead in hockey. I know. But you know what? I'm in a good mood anyway because Rock Chalk Jayhawk, my Jayhawks are in action. On one of the televisions. Not getting mollywopped yet. So by the t- Well, we won't be getting mollywopped. You're going to be the mollywopper. You want to put some money on this? Oh, God, no. This is okay. This is Oklahoma. Okay. I'm just checking. I mean, if it was football. I thought maybe, maybe. you wanted some Porter Mer- Mosier uh, action or something like no, that. No, no. I don't want any Porter Mosier smoke. Oh, I love brand new heavies. Good vibes. Oh, how can you not love this? All right, let's get into um, our next topic here to open up this hour. And this is something that um, is just, I just got to get this off my chest, okay? All right, so there's been many things that have come out of this COVID-19 pandemic that we have lived through or living through. Um, I know the economy um, has been troubled. There's been so many businesses that have went out of business. So many people that have lost their jobs, Uh, the uptick in the economy and people getting jobs though. That's been awesome. Okay. Here in the last year, but one of the worst things about this pandemic outside of businesses that have closed, clearly people that have died. One of the worst things about this pandemic has been the vaccine hesitancy. That's been something that just, it's, I think it's grown. Being hesitant to take a vaccine has grown and it's been politicized. That's one of the, the, the worst things about all of this. Being hesitant to take a vaccine. I don't think that that's ever truly going away. Okay? Because I think that even before COVID-19, there were certain shots that people would get or take, and people would be hesitant with it. I, I, I get that. Okay? I, I totally get that. But this particular vaccine in itself was politicized so much to a point that it created a lot of chaos and a lot of divisiveness, and it didn't need to be that way. So I am not sitting here on some sort of throne or pedestal beating my chest because I'm triple vaccinated or whatever. I got four shots. I'm four shots in. 
um, like I'm the man and I'm all-knowing. No, I'm not. I know that I want to live, and I felt for me that taking the COVID-19 vaccine in a world in which we're rolling out a vaccine to keep people safe and to save lives, that's what I wanted. I didn't want to roll the dice without the vaccine. Okay, that's me. But I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't understand people that might be a little bit hesitant to put something in their body that we don't know a ton about. Okay, let me just be clear. All right, I get it. Do you think that Henry Lake has ever wondered, well, you know, man, I hope this, I hope, I hope that I'm good. I hope that this is as advertised. Of course. I don't think that anybody that got the shot didn't think about the shot in that way. But I'm going to trust the scientists and those out there that have put this together, whether it's Pfizer, Johnson, Johnson, whatever, Moderna, that they are about the business of saving lives. Okay, That's what I'm putting my faith in. I'm not putting my faith in Henry Lake thinking he's going to navigate and avoid COVID-19 when everybody around the world is getting it. I'm not trusting myself like that. But the thing that's disappointing to me is that people made it so political and it became even more people out there population-wise that became more hesitant about taking the vaccine. And then the news breaks last night, and I wasn't a fan, okay? Let me be clear. I wasn't a fan of Diamond or Diamond and Silk. But Diamond of Diamond and Silk fame, they are the two black women that have been strong, staunch, Donald Trump supporters. She passed away after a bout with COVID-19 at the age of 51. Okay? And this is not and, – and, and I want to caution people out there that are listening. I don't care whatever you feel like you are or what you claim in terms of Republican, uh, Democrat, liberal. Because I, I don't care about any of that. I'm not going to sit here on the radio and act as though, like, I'm super happy that Lynette Hardaway – is dead. That's just not, I'm not doing that. Okay. I'm not dancing on anybody's graves. I don't care um, where you are in terms of the vaccine or not. I wish you the best in health. Even if you don't have the same beliefs as I do, I wish you the best in health. But I, I think that what's so disappointing though is that she, And she has every right to not get vaccinated. I just don't understand the not getting vaccinated. And and the reason why I say that, because maybe she has some things that made her more hesitant, but it comes across as though she didn't do it because she felt like that was the look that she had to present and that's what she had to do to stand strong. But by the way, Donald Trump's vaccinated. 
how are you the biggest Donald Trump fan out there? Massive supporter, super vocal. And he's vaccinated. Remember when he went to um, what's the hospital? Walter Reed. Walter Reed. Yeah. All right. So 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 in, in, the, in the Walter Reed thing, that was before the whole the mass vaccinations, right? We, right we, yes. We get all. That. But I just don't understand it. Like like I don't understand Diamond and Silk. What the point you're making is? If the, if the point that you're making is you can't make me get vaccinated, I I spit on this COVID nineteen vaccine and mm-hmm. it's. I'll tell you this. I saw a tweet last night. There have been so many conservative talk show hosts. There have been so many uh, people that have claiming to be pundits that are Republican that have died because of being not vaccinated. Yeah. I just I don't understand the point in it. it I, I think to me, the way that it was politicized so early on, if you took that stance you couldn't deviate from that because otherwise you look hypocritical. You look weak and you, no, you look smart. In my opinion, you look smart to no, me, but, but, to, you, but you, to you, the, you say, you say, you say, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm saying to, to them, they're probably like, no, I see what you're saying. You're making a great point to them. They're saying, Oh, I look hypocritical to me. You look the total opposite mm-hmm. of it. You look like, you know what? Upon further information, I'm going to go ahead and get the shot. Yeah. Uh, but y- you have people that are dyed in the wool anti-vaccine because I was told by the president and his supporters that COVID is a hoax. COVID isn't real. And once that narrative was put out there and you're following that train of thought, like you commit all the way. And here's, here's the one problem that I have with the one of many, I guess, if, you're so hesitant about this vaccine because you're hearing that there's microchips and you're going to grow a second head or a tail or, you know, you're going to be tracked by the government or Bill Gates is going to do something wonky to you, whatever. You had vaccines when you were a child, when you were in the hospital, when you needed to do things in school. Guess what? Those required you to be vaccinated. And it was never a problem. Nothing has ever been politicized to the extreme that this COVID-19 vaccine has been. And to have Lynette Hathaway pass away at 51 because of this anti-COVID, pro-Trump, pro-anti-vaccine stance, it's concerning to the point that how many other people followed that advice and how many other people decided not to get vaccinated and ultimately it ended up costing them maybe not even death, but long COVID. Like there's still a lot about this. We don't know. And it's just, it's, it's so sad that right out of the gate that the perception was that this is some, you know, weird liberal left wing. I just can't get with the conspiracy I, I stuff. I, well, I, I can't either. You know, I, I had somebody last week when the DeMar Hamlin thing happened. And, you know, they called up. They're like, well, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but, you know, what about the vaccine? And I'm like, not going down that road. Not we're not we're not even going down that road. I think this was the day after it happened. I'm like, you cannot look at 
at this and be... We don't know enough. We don't I mean, know, we still enough. know enough. We, yeah, it's, yeah. Because it's still changing. And it's not like, oh, well, you lied. Science is, science is fluid. And I just, I'm sad that people took the wrong advice because there are a lot of people that could have still been with us if they wouldn't, if they wouldn't have been led astray by people. Regardless of whether you're Republican, yeah. conservative, liberal, I want you to live. I want you to live. And it, I, I just think that whenever we see the numbers, you know, and now we've got this new strain out there, I, I just I want you to have a, a chance at life. And if, and if for me personally, getting vaccinated gives me the best chance at continuing to live a long, healthy life or just live a life, yeah. then, that's, then that's what I want to happen for me and my loved ones. 651-461-9226. We got word on the street. That's coming up next year on The Lake Show. Word on the street. You guys know what time it is. There's always going to be speculation and stories involving actors, actresses, uh, actresses, 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 celebs. And that's why we have this segment, Word on the Street. Mm-hmm. Get a little gossip out there. Well, let's, uh, let's start with a social media influencer by the name of Logan Paul. He says he did nothing wrong with his former pet pig, who's now being cared for by an animal sanctuary. Logan said he gave the pig a good home before it was rescued. Now, earlier today, the YouTube star talked about his former pet pig, Pearl, who's now being looked after by the Gentle Barn Rescue. Now, Logan said he owned Pearl for a couple of years and gave her a good life at his home in Encino, California, saying he would even cuddle up and sleep with the animal and make sure that she had, quote, the best life. But when Logan moved to Puerto Rico during the pandemic, he says he sent Pearl to live at a horse ranch in Santa Clarita, California, because he wasn't permitted to bring her with him. Hmm. Now, Logan said Pearl received amazing care at the ranch, said that she lived at the horse ranch for almost 10 months, but had to be rehomed again when the ranch owner moved out of state, saying that he was unaware of the rehoming. Now, Gentle Barn posted a TikTok yesterday about Pearl's rescue, claiming she was, quote, irresponsibly rehomed and was found alone in a field next to a dead pig. (gasps) Yeah. Logan says he only found out about Pearl's situation when the video came out, says he checked his records and is certain he didn't rehome the pig irresponsibly. He's also claiming innocence on the second pig that was allegedly found next to Pearl, says the farmer denies knowing about a second pig and says Pearl was transferred to the farm alone. Um, Logan says that Pearl saga, this whole thing was unpredictable and unforeseen. And if he could go back in time, tell himself not to buy a baby pig while he admits the entire situation sucks. He says he would not mind reuniting with Pearl if possible. That's, you know, it's funny because with the, this whole pet situation, people like all these exotic, uh, exotic pets or pets that yeah. typically people don't have. Right. Is Logan Paul like a guy with a big, massive ranch? I know he's he's got a bunch of money and all that, but like it just doesn't seem like the type of guy that's going to have a pig. No, or maybe it, I shouldn't stereotype him like that. No, it just it seemed very weird. Uh, when I finally do get an opportunity to have a pet, mm-hmm. it'll be a dog. It'll be a dog. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not a cat guy. Okay. See, I I love cats. We got I've had cats oh, my entire life. We got two. It's just great because they, you know, they almost literally like take care of themselves. Hey, Ben Affleck may be headed to a Super Bowl commercial near you because he's teamed up with one company that's the apple of his eye or the pastry of his Java, rather. The actor was seen filming something with Dunkin' Donuts Tuesday morning in his native Boston where he was dressed in an employee's uniform and hamming it up for cameras 
Outside of the drive-thru window as he interacted with a fake customer. Now, all signs point to this being a major ad, and the speculation is it might show up on game day, though there's no confirmation of it just yet. Of course, this is a big deal because he's essentially an ambassador for the chain time and time again. He's seen in and around L.A. with a bunch of Dunkin' products, so frankly, it was just a matter of time before Collab came around. It really it, it makes sense to have Ben Affleck teaming with something out of Boston. Mm. Yeah, it does make sense. It does. Yeah. Like that's his, that's part of his marketing, that's part of his brand. Yeah. Boston. 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 Yeah, he and uh, he and Matt Damon both. I not a fan of Boston, but like I love those two guys. Like they they seem like they get it, you know. Along with uh, one of my favorites by the way from Kansas City, Paul Rudd, and uh, Eric Stone Street as well. Hey, Cardi B and Offset are uh, taking the Super Bowl by storm with some lovey-dovey burgers and fries because they've also teamed up with the Golden Arches. For a major ad, and it's all about love. Now, sources say that the couple shot a commercial for McDonald's right around Christmas, which was filmed with a small crew, even though the scale of the ad is going to be huge. It's expected to make a splash on game day. Cardi and Offset shot it solo, so no kids in the ad. And apparently it's Valentine's Day themed. It's unclear exactly what's going to be depicted, but you can imagine it's going to be lovey-dovey because it's going to air on February 12th. Day is Super Bowl 52, just a couple days before Valentine's Day, which, uh, by the way, you first saw him uh, lovey-dovey at the Super Bowl back in Houston back in 2017. Kind of one of the first signs that they were a thing. Hey, hey. Call to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, the CPR touchdown celebration in the... Oh, Mad- you skipped over the one that I wanted to go to. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's I, no, fine. I can get, I can no, get to ahead, it. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, we, uh, we'll come back to it. The CPR touchdown celebration in the Madden video game franchise is going to be no more. EA Sports is in the process of removing the animation in wake of the DeMar Hamlin emergency last week. A spokesperson for the gaming giant says the virtual end zone dance will be taken away as part of an update to Madden NFL 23 in the next few days. Celebration has been popular amongst gamers this year. It's allowed players to score touchdowns to pretend they were in need while other avatars race to administer CPR in an effort to revive them. Many are now finding the animations to be insensitive and crass considering Hamlin actually needed life-saving efforts during the Bills-Bengals game last Monday night. And this is what surprises me, Lake. I, I'm sure you've seen it. Some real-life NFL players didn't do away with the celebration on Sunday, despite the scene in Cincinnati. The Steelers mimicked CPR following a big play against the uh, Browns. For, for his part, Steelers yeah. linebacker Alex Highsmith apologized for his role in the post-play antics. I think he. I, I don't even think he realized what he was doing. Yeah, it's probably I think, just, I think that was accidental. Yeah, I, I can't imagine there would be somebody out there that would do that. And you know that's not going to fly with Mike Tomlin. Oh, no. No. No, not at all. And uh, I, I don't know if the NFL is going to do anything about it. I don't really feel like they they should do anything about it because I'm, I'm sure Alex you know, Highsmith realizes that what he did was wrong. Yep. All right. And uh, finally, the story, uh, we'll end on this one. Mackenzie Scott is officially single again. Her divorce from her second husband is signed, sealed, and delivered kind of like an Amazon order. The former Mrs. Jeff Bezos had her dissolution of marriage from now ex-husband Dan Jewett recently finalized in Washington State as the judge signed off on Mackenzie and Dan each going their separate ways, according to court documents. Now, it turned out to be a quickie divorce as Mackenzie filed to end things back in September, a little more than a year after they tied the knot. Now the book is closed on her second marriage. Now, Mackenzie and Dan, who's a chemistry teacher at her kids' private school in Washington, they announced in March 2021 they got hitched. They didn't have any children together. Mackenzie was previously married to Jeff Bezos from 93 to 2019. 
Before they divorced, she walked away from her first marriage with nearly $37 billion, pledging half to charity. And according to the documents, Mackenzie and Dan signed a separation contract that will handle all of the details of any property settlement. Contract is not on file with court. As for Jeff, he's still living up with his partner, Lauren Sanchez. Yeah, I just, you know, if she's listening, Mackenzie Scott, I'm available. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a fan. It, it, Man, I, look at you being. No, 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 no. It, and, it, and this has nothing to do with, like, she, 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 I think she, I think she's a very attractive woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, because people are like, I don't get it with her. I think she's attractive. Well, 19 but, bill will do it to you. I think she's worth like 27, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, but, but to me, it's not even about the fact that she gives away so much money is sexy in itself. Yeah. Like, I think that's amazing. So I'm dead serious. I'm not, don't call me Kanye a gold digger. <laughs> I ain't saying Henry likes a gold digger because I'm, I'm not. But you saying. ain't messing with a broke. <laughs> I see what you did. So there. Are, are you are you saying I'm that? Broke. Yeah. Are you saying if she signed a prenup, that be okay, or is there like no prenup? No, I I, I would absolutely I would I would deal with, with with a prenup. Okay, you don't want her taking any of your money. No, I mean no. She didn't want me to take any of her money. That's fine. No, I'm I'm dead. I swear I'm dead. I'm you dead would serious. love her for her. I'm de- she. I think I think she's a pretty amazing person. All the different – like there's a lot of places here in, in the Twin Cities in the mm-hmm. last two years that have received a bunch of money. Yeah. My college, Morehouse, we, were, we received – I'm so – yeah, I think she's – I think she's dope. Well, when you got a bank account with several commas and a bunch of zeros. See, there you go, it makes man. anybody Why are you trying to make it about the money, man? It ain't about the money. Anyway. All when right, you come, say it's not about the money, it's about the money. Whatever. All <laughs> right, coming up next, we'll take a look at uh, the local weather, and then after that, uh, I want to get back to something from last night's national championship game because TCU players, they need to watch how they react to their championship loss. I'll explain next on The Lake Show. Last night it was blowout city in the national championship game in the college football playoffs. But there's a few things about <laughs> last night that I, I want to mention. First off, I saw people reacting and talking about, well, shouldn't now there be two lost teams in the college football playoff? Yeah, sure, when they expand the damn thing. I, we're, we're, we, I, and I get it, we, we, the knee-jerk reactions. But seriously, people, seriously, have some perspective here. I know that it was 65-7, to seven, mm-hmm. and it was a bad matchup. But TCU deserved to be in the national championship. So let me s- start with that. Secondly, there's something that I want TCU players to understand. Know that, guys, y- you need to be mindful, cognizant of what you say now that this game is over. The headline, listen to this headline, ESPN.com. TCU acknowledges Georgia's higher tier after blowout loss. This is a quote from backup quarterback Chandler Morse. He says, quote, we want to be on that tier where Alabama and Georgia are on. We're going to get away from it a little bit, but we're going to use this as confidence. Don't say that, man. I think that that's a bad thing to say. 
TCU saying that they're on a lower tier than Georgia and Alabama? Why would you say that? That makes no sense. And look, I understand that Georgia's back-to-back national champions, but don't say that. You're not lesser than they are. To, to me, it was just, it's the way that it was said. I understand what he's trying to say. I understand, like, the way that I take that, we want to be on that tier where Alabama and Georgia are on. Like They're in the championship game. Right, but what tier they, are they talking about? But you want to be one of those dominant college football programs year in and year out. I get that. So, to me, maybe he could have worded it better, but I, I look he at def- it. That's the wrong way to word well, it, and, if, if that's and, what he meant. And, and I completely understand. Because the way it comes out is like we're not on their level. Well, and, and they're not. They're not on their level. But they are on their level. They played the national championship game. They were the team. They were the only team in the country mm-hmm. playing in that game against Georgia. So how were you not on their level? When you're looking at a team like Georgia and Alabama, year in and year out, like they are dominant and they're expected to be contenders. Like to to me, they deserve to be there. But you saw a definite difference between TCU and Georgia. Bad matchup. And there was a bad matchup, yes, yes. And Georgia's a better program. But this is not – the conversation after the end of the game should not be about what TCU does every single year versus Alabama or Georgia every single year. You know why? Sonny Dykes is a first-year head coach at TCU. So so the, for the quarterback to be coming out and talking about, well, we, we, we want to – your coach just got there. Give it some time. Let it breathe a little bit. But what's wrong with saying they're up here, Georgia and Alabama are up here? What's wrong with saying we want to be up there? If I'm the commissioner of the Big 12, I don't want you talking like that. The Big 12 is a big conference. The Big 12 is a conference that's losing institutions to the Mm -hmm. SEC. I don't want you talking like that, dude. Well, this is not a woe is me. Like I, I'm not I, saying it's woe is me. I'm I, I appreciate the. I appreciate ta- the frankness. What I'm saying is, is you're taking yourself down a notch, and there's no need for it. All you got to say is they were the better team today. Do you? If, if yeah. they if they played that game, hold, hold on. If they played that game again, mm-hmm. in the 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 star running back from TCU, Miller's playing. Do you think that they lose sixty five seven? Because I would say no. No, I don't think they lose sixty five to seven. But. At they the, probably lose again. They probably still lose. But and I don't think they. I don't think that they get blown out by that much again. No, I. I, I mean, it's still. It's still significantly double digits. The game's more competitive. What three touchdowns? May, may, maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe he's a, a, a two touchdown difference maker. But I kind of appreciate the frankness. It's like, I mean, even one of their offensive linemen is like, "We got our ass kicked." It's good to be like, okay, we were there. That's the reality check. Now you know what it's going to take to get to the next level. And if he's like, yeah, we want to we wanna be like them. But, Chris, the next level is winning the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to act like the separation between – look, th- there's clearly a separation between their best and Georgia's best, but my God. It's the, a significant separation. Between them and Georgia. Let's say that you put somebody else in the championship game. Maybe they win. Maybe, but the way that this year played out, I mean, we could play the, you know, could have, should have, would have game all we want. Let me, let me ask. Let me At, ask you this: What okay. level do you think Oregon's on? 
as a program. You think Oregon's that's a pretty good program, right? Oregon Oregon's a good program. That's a pretty yeah. good They lost to Georgia forty nine to three. They they did. But I'm not going to and, and I've got a, my wife's cousin is actually an, an offensive consultant at, at Oregon. So I've seen a lot of Oregon games just yep. because of that. But I will say that the Pac twelve historically is one of those conference well, maybe I say over the last decade or so. They're always looking for that one team to validate their their conference. You know, Washington, close to getting in, but then you lose. Oregon, close to getting in, but then you lose. It's like some of these conferences have to be perfect in order to get themselves into that situation. I, I think overall, with the, the programs that the Big 12 is losing and the programs that are coming in, mm-hmm. like I think as it is right now, it is a – significantly weaker. But this is what I'm saying. You cannot utilize one box score or one game (laughs) and try to say, in essence, because of that one game and that one matchup, that a team is not on another team's level. I'm going to tell you quickly, this is Georgia. This is Georgia. Georgia beat Missouri. And I don't think that Missouri is on Georgia's level. No, Missouri's not. They beat them 26-22. to Mm Mm-hmm. They beat Kentucky 16-6. to Kentucky now. So I guess my point is, is that based on box scores, you would say the Missouri's on their level or that Kentucky's on their level. That's why you can't just frame it in the context of the one game and just to score it itself. But it's not like this is coming from an outsider, from a media member. It's not like it's coming from... You know, somebody who sat there. This was a guy. It doesn't matter. It comes from a young field. kid that was in the that, was, that, that played in the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- this is coming from somebody who experienced it firsthand. He's yeah. like, wow. Yeah. You know that that team's that team's good. We want to be like them. Yeah. You know, it's. I get wanting to be like them, but I think you're selling yourself a little bit short when you come out and say it the way in which he said it. And I do agree with you. In some way, I think he watered it poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, I'm going to look at it and and just take the gist of it, yep. you know, not take it word for word. But it's like we want to be on their level, we want to be on that tier. Hey, I I, I admire that. You know, I you should, you know, you get there, you get mollywopped, and then Wop. you come back and you're like mollywop. Is it wop or womp? <laughs> yes, it's wop. Wop. Oh, yeah. see, I've been putting Molly an M in it. Mollywop. What is that? Womp womp. Molly womp womp. I don't okay, so they got Molly Whopped. You do that, you come back, you're now let's see how they learn from you know, having a first year head coach, that's great. Like they far and away exceeded expect again, I think they were like a two thousand to one, you know, I just to even make the championship game. It's a great story. Like to me, all this does I think this does more to actually help the Expansion of some of these mid-major, you know, not, you know, top-level programs because they got to the championship game. You know, you look at a Cincinnati, look at a TCU, look at some of these teams. You know what? The very fact that they got there, to me, that validates it more than that 65-7 to beatdown. Final segment of the Lake Show coming up next. Final couple of minutes here on the Lake Show. All right, tomorrow night. I've only got Timberwolves tonight. Wolves play the Detroit Pistons. 
little payback, hopefully. Revenge game. Oh, yeah. Revenge I, game. I mean, that was a... One of the most disappointing losses, if not the most disappointing loss on the, on the season. Yeah, I, I would say, I think by far and away, because you were playing good ball, and then you hit that, and... No, you weren't playing good ball. Yeah. You had lost yeah, five in true. a row. That's true. I'm thinking... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You had lost five in a row, and that was the sixth. Yeah. And then you had the... That was the wake-up call. Yeah, you, you're playing good ball since then. Maybe, maybe yeah, that's you, what they needed. Yeah, well... Did you really need it though? I hope. Well, they I mean, need you it. you needed to hit rock bottom and losing to the Pistons, who I think had what they have like nine wins on the year or something like that. They were like oh, worst team in the league. They were like nine and twenty nine going into that game, and they played better here lately. Yeah, they have. So, uh, so now we're in a shootout. What? Come on, Wild. Apparently so. <sighs> but yeah, I, I'd expect a. Little bit of pep and step for the Timberwolves. I mean, no question tomorrow. I mean, night, yep. you look at where they've got like in the last week and a half, like look at where they've just started to make some hay. And I mean, and I still haven't heard anything about Carl Anthony Towns. Like it was supposed to be six weeks. I haven't heard high or low of anything with Cat. Yeah, because we're, I mean, they'll probably be, they'll probably mention it, what, next week or something? What's the deal? And the Wildos. God, that sucks. Dude. All right, it's going to wrap up the show tomorrow night, though. Timberwolves tonight. And, by the way, on Timberwolves tonight, uh, we will be giving away a four-pack of tickets because it's a Wolves Wednesday. A Wolves Wednesday. I love the Wolves Wednesdays. Give away free stuff? Who doesn't like free, free, free? I love free stuff. All right, take care. Talk to you guys tomorrow night. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.